ready to go I just wanna hold you a little harder Let me shut off my phone Only update I want is from your body Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to episode, oh shit, 28? <laughs> Nine. 29, yeah. Really? Welcome yeah. back to episode 29 of Empty Betters. I'm your host, Harrison Scholes, and I am going to, yet again, for the third week in a row, toss it off to my virtual co-host, Nick Manella. And welcome back to my pay-per-view stream. Oh, sorry, wrong thing. <laughs> um, how's it going, guys? Uh, glad to be back, you know. These are tough times. You know, what have you been doing to like keep yourself busy? Um, so last night I recently founded Call of Duty Warzone, completely addicted. Yeah. Just awesome game. Um up. anyone who's trying to burn some time, highly recommend. It's sick. Especially if you have like a good like pair of headphones with good audio. It's nuts. Yes. Um played that pretty late last night. Other than that, um big stock market guy now. So yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of like gambling, I guess, but... <laughs> oh, it is. I promise you. You can definitely lose. <laughs> it's like um, long-term gambling, though. <laughs> yes. Have you followed uh, Davey Day Trade? Awesome segment. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, that That's definitely kept me entertained as well. And, I don't know, I mean, I've just been trying to keep up with sports and stuff. Good news is there seems like there's some hope in the sports world. We just got word that the Masters is going to be rescheduled to November, right before Thanksgiving. Uh, assuming that Thank the plague doesn't increase from what it is now, but that's good news. That's something. I mean, can you think of a better sporting event to just like sit and decompress on the couch and listen to Jim Nance go, "Hello, friends," and well, <laughs> and like the birds are chirping and everything's green and it just looks fucking phenomenal. Like I mean, it's, he- it's heaven. It's it really is. So um, at least we have that to look forward to. Uh, it sounds like. Per Adam Schefter, he actually tweeted the other day that Trump had a conference call with all the major league commissioners. It sounded like the NFL is so far so good on starting on time. Who knows if that's going to stay true? You might ask some people. The plague hasn't even hit its peak yet, so who knows? I'm just hoping I mean, it's, for something it's good. More regional at this point, you know, one place is fine, another place is all fucked up. So, you know, President Trump came out and said that, like you said the NFL should start on time. So we'll see if that happens. I don't know if you saw this. I saw this, I think via NHL discussion, they were saying that the NHL is considering moving the postseason to a random remote location. And they were talking about moving it to North Dakota. Did you see that at all? I also heard New Hampshire as well. Right. So just two desolate places where no one lives. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> yeah well but i mean it's kind of cool but my first thought with like both of those they're northern states they're right on the border are you really telling me that no canadians are going to try and go to those events at all <laughs> yeah no i mean it, it, it it's a shit show dude i don't know what the best yeah, idea is not- yeah I'm, i, I- talked about this for now what three weeks mm-hmm yeah. I think they just need to rip the band-aid off and cancel it. Like put me out of my misery, you know, take me out behind the barn and just shoot me in the head. 
I think, uh, in my opinion, I think everybody's waiting until April 15th. That kind of seems to be the date where everyone's going to officially reassess how much longer they will close or open or whatever. So that's kind of what I, that's the date I'm keeping my eye on. That's their uh, isolation deadline or whatever they called it. Yeah, their misery deadline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Well, we're way past my misery deadline. So. <laughs> Uh, so as you guys can see from the title of the episode today, we are going to go over the top 10 all-time NHL players who went to college. Um, there's a couple of factors that kind of go into this. Um, for me, I like to take into consideration how well the player did in college as well as NHL and kind of weight the two. Obviously, yeah, it's so subjective because they could be like a college stud and then be not a bust, but like bottom out in the in the show. Or vice versa. So, yeah, I mean, most the anyone on my list is a, you know, household name as far as NHL goes. But I kind of like to put the rankings as kind of giving a little bit of weight to what their college career was. So, no, for sure. Yeah, it matters. Um, and we're gonna go down ten to one. So, Nick, do you want to start? Yeah. So let's do. We'll do ten to one, and we'll do honorable mentions at the end. Yes. Um, so number 10, I've got to go with Jonathan Taves out of the university of North Dakota. I mean, three times Stanley cup champion might not have been playing up to his caliber as of lately, but I mean, you know, early 2010s, I mean, that guy was an absolute stud. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, for number 10, I have Ryan Miller. Okay. So, go green. <laughs> yeah. MSU guy, obviously had to put him in there for Nick. Uh, 15th all-time in wins, and he's still playing. And to give you an idea, um, he was playing in college. His first year was in 1999-2000 season, and he's still playing in the NHL. So I think that yep. duration has something to say for that. And uh, during the time – oh, no, I'm, let me finish real quick. During yeah. the time, uh, Miller posted a 1.48 GAA and won the Hobie Baker Award in 2001. So – Pretty insane college career. He was a stud. I remember watching Ryan Miller MSU games with my dad. Um, whoever is the dad of that family, because they've had like four or five kids in the show. Like, Th dude, three at MSU. Yeah, start selling it, man. You know, just put <laughs> it the tubes and start selling it. <laughs> put that shit in the coronavirus machines. No, seriously. I mean, like, Kelly Miller played for the Caps. Like, Drew Miller played for the Wings. Ryan Miller, you know, Sabres legend for a long time. I mean, Jesus Christ, bud. You know, share the wealth. Yeah, honestly. Let the swimmers swim. Yeah, <laughs> well said. <laughs> um, moving on to number nine. Another Blackhawk and another uh, Spartan. I have Duncan Keith. Yeah, so I was going to put him on my list, but he only played one season in college, and that's the only thing I kind of took away from him was, yeah, he played college hockey, but he was a one-and-done, so I left him off. I originally had him on. Um, I don't hate that, though. I mean, he definitely belongs no, on there. It, I mean, you could go both ways. You could say, oh, he only played one season, whereas, like, you know, my brain was like, he played one season because he was that fucking good. So That's uh, more or but, less the picture. Same thing as Taves, three cups, just an unbelievable guy on the back end. So uh, that's my guy at number nine. Uh, number nine, I got Johnny Taves. So nice. I kind of, we obviously we say this every single episode. We don't share the list beforehand. So we it's just, it's kind of funny to <laughs> see how similar they always are. Right. 
So <laughs> I got Taves at nine. Okay. Uh, number eight, Rod the Bod, another Spartan, Brindamore. Mm-hmm. Yep. So cup champion in 06, uh, is running the bench for that Canes now, now that I, you know, have to hate him because he's the Canes coach and I fucking hate the Canes. But, you know, back in the day, they used to have to lock this guy out of the weight room at MSU. Yeah. Just an animal. Um, only played one season for MSU, scored 27 goals and had 32 assists in 42 games. So yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, eventually got him drafted ninth overall by St. Louis in 88 and the rest is pretty much history. So, uh, and this, yeah. you know, for guys back then, like college hockey was nowhere near what it is today. No, not at all. Not I mean, now we're looking at like what thirty percent of NHLers have played college hockey. Yeah, it was pretty much back a mystery back then. Five. Yeah. Um, was that your number eight? Twas. Okay, my number eight. I am gonna have Chris Chelios. Uh, Good. Wisconsin Badger. You know, in the top ten in all-time games played. For sure. Just was around the league for absolutely ever. Uh, 1,651 games in the NHL to be exact, which is the sixth most all time. Um, he actually was cut from junior B teams in Canada. So he, as a result, ended up going to college with the Badgers for two seasons. Uh, had a pretty good stand stint there and then eventually got drafted 40th overall by the Montreal de Canadiens in 1981. So not too shabby. His, um, his kid actually played at Sparty. Really? Was he any good? He was, I mean, he played at Sparty, so. Like, was he good? It's like, is he going to be like an uh, NHL or? The minors now, but. Oh, okay. I didn't know yeah. that. Do you know for who? I don't. Okay. Okay. So that's yeah. my eight. Uh, that's your eight. Number mm-hmm. seven. Uh, gotta bring this guy back again. He's already been on two of my lists. I gotta go Ken Dryden from the Big Red Bears at Cornell. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know. Andy Bernard's alma mater for you office fans, but uh, Ken Dryden, Dick- <laughs> <laughs> uh, legendary Hall of Fame goaltender. I mean, what what was the record? Six Stanley Cups in ten years of playing. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. So, what's the famous Andy Bernard quote where it's like the soliloquy scene he has, where he's like, <laughs> "It's like something about I got an A and I never even studied. I was drunk after the. T-. What was? Do you remember the exact quote?" It's like, yeah, I aced every course. They called me ace. You know, yeah, yeah. I was all drunk the whole time. They called me Buzz. <laughs> My favorite all-time office scene, easily. Oh, when he punches the wall, I mean, I lose it every time. Yeah, I still rewatch that show religiously. That's the sad part. I mean, low-key, the best office character. It, like, not when, like, in the later seasons when he gets annoying, but like when he's anger management, Andy, he's the best. Prime Andy is undefeated. Yeah. So, yes, I, I would concur with that. So, uh, my number seven, I am going to have Eddie Belfour. Uh, nice. Eddie, Eddie the Eagle, a North Dakota fighting hawk uh, back in the day called Fighting Sioux. Uh, had one season at the collegiate hockey level at North Dakota, but it was a damn good one. In 33 games played, he won 29 games and would later win the national championship. Uh, as I mentioned in my top 10 goalies episode, he is one of only two players ever to win an NCAA title, an Olympic gold, and a Stanley Cup. 
the big three. Got to put Eddie the Eagle on here. For sure. So I guess that's where he learned his drinking talents. Was that North Dakota? It, yeah, it's probably where he learned his DUI <laughs> habits, yeah. I mean, I don't know what else you do out there, so except play hockey and drink, so. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And host isolation games when there's global pandemics, but yeah. Right, they're just in isolation all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Number six? Yes. Martin Saint-Louis University. Fuck, that's that's my number six. Nice. Yeah. I mean, great minds think alike. So. Our lists are so goddamn similar. Like, how? But, I mean, you can't not put Marty on this list. From a guy that went undrafted out of college and turned into the player he was, I mean... Yeah, he's first ballot Hall of Famer, absolute legend, an animal, 200-foot player. So, Marty, for sure, at number six. Uh, Of anyone on my list, he's the only one who played all four years at school. So, shout out to him. Um, While he was at Vermont, he registered a whopping 267 points in four years at Burlington. That's right. And they don't play that many games, especially back then. Yeah, it might have been like, what, 40 or 50, if that? Not even. Counting tournaments in preseason, probably. Yep, and then, as you all know, just an absolute Hall of Fame, uh, NHL career, two Art Ross trophies, one Hart trophy, one Stanley Cup. Just, you know, class act all the way. Yeah. Um, So that was your six as well, so we'll go back to my five. I have the legendary oiler Glenn Anderson who actually played at the University of Denver way back Mm -hmm. when. Yep. Yeah, I saw him. I saw that he had uh, a stint there. I didn't really realize that he played college, but um, definitely think he belongs on the list. Yes, for sure. So my number five, I have Adam Oates. Nice. Uh, RPI grad. So he went virtually unnoticed in junior and was considered too slow to play hockey at the high level. He actually went undrafted in 1980. Um, and then when he was playing tier two with the Markham waxers, uh, <laughs> the people at RPI came along and gave him a scholarship. And in three seasons with the engineers, Oates led the team in assists with 150 along with 66 goals. That, I mean, you know, that's the perfect school for Adam Oates to go to because he's that fucking smart. Uh, yeah, and their mascot's the engineers. So <laughs> exactly, like the engineer, like he engineered the perfect pass every time. Yep. And then after he was done with school, uh, obviously got signed by Detroit in 1985, and the rest is pretty much history. And he now sits seventh all time in assists with 1,079. Yep. Never won a cup, though. No, he came close in uh, 98. Um, but yep. I actually have ticket stubs from those games, by the way. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you should sell them. Don't talk about it, though. Um, <laughs> my number four is Big Walt. Keith. <laughs> Chuck uh, from BU. Shocker. Uh, you know. I mean, what else can you say about that guy? He could do it all. Hit, fight, score, you know. Ultimate power forward and sniper. D- d- deposit, you know, two guys out of himself to go into the show. Check. Yeah, absolutely. I sp- let the swimmer swim, baby. Let him swim, baby. 
Um, I thought I was going to have him on my list, but I actually couldn't find room, strangely enough. So Okay. Uh, my number four, I am going to have... Is like more based on his career in the show than it yes. was. At- yeah. Yes. Uh, my number four is going to be Brett Hall, um, Minnesota Duluth grad. So yep. the Calgary Flames basically took him 117th overall in the 1984 draft. Uh, and then instead of turning pro, Hall got a scholarship to play at Duluth and lit it up for the Bulldogs. He scored 84 goals in 90 games in two seasons. That's, I mean, you know. It's a goal per game, basically. You know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a goal per game, basically. So not too shabby there. So I have Brett Hall at number four. Nice. Uh, Number three, I have Adam Oates, RPI. You pretty much covered it all. You know, arguably the greatest passer the game has ever seen, not named Wayne Gretzky. Um, Cam Neely was recently on Chicklets, and he talked about how, including Gretzky, that uh, Adam Oates is the best backhand passer of all time. Eat your Uh, heart, seven. (laughs) (laughs) I could think of one that might be better. Well, I mean, you know, I think there's a case, but if we go back and look at footage, I think until Crosby retires, it's probably going to be Oates. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> so my number three is going to be Rod Brindamore. I think he belonged a little higher on the list than you put him. Um, played one season in East Lansing, uh, scoring 27 goals and 32 assists in just 42 games played, which was good enough to get him drafted ninth overall by St. Louis in 1988. And then obviously had a very good NHL career and eventually ended up winning a Stanley Cup with the Carolina Hurricanes in 2006. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, granted, one and done, but just what he brought on mm-hmm. a nightly basis and the cup win and the captaincies and the dedication, I think he definitely belongs in the top five. I mean, I could go on for days about how Sparty has produced so many good hockey players and they haven't won that many championships, but I don't want to do that. Um, I'll do that <laughs> a different date, but I don't want to do that now. Uh, no, I completely agree. I would have put him higher. I didn't want to seem like a Spartan bias, but I completely agree with everything you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two, Brian Leach. Uh, my personal favorite offensive defenseman of all time. I know he played for the Rangers. Uh, Mark, you're welcome. But I genuinely believe that Brian Leach is one of, if not the best offensive defenseman of all time. Went to BC. The rest is history. Cup in 94. I mean, you can't argue with that. Uh, My number two is also Brian Leach. There we go. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, he had an iconic NHL career, mostly highlighted by being a key part of the 94 Rangers cup run. Um, fun fact, uh, when he, in his colder season, he scored 71 points in 68 games. That's ridiculous. That's absurd. That's, uh, like, I can't even register that. That's Carlson numbers now. And then add 10. And then in his year at uh, BC, he had nine goals and 38 assists in 37 games. Yeah. Eesh. 
So not too uh, bad. Not too bad at all. Uh, my number one, you already touched on him, but and this is mainly based on his career in the show, would be Brett Hall, just in terms of the talent that he has. Uh, a dynamic player. Arguably the best American player to ever play the game, if you count him as an American. Ridiculous sniper. I mean, he could have been on our lists going back two weeks now. You mentioned it. He played at uh, Minnesota Duluth, who has, in my opinion, been the best program by a mile and a half over the best, you know, the past three years. So uh, I've got Brett Hall at number one. Nice. Um, my number one is Paul Correa. Okay. So I am going with the main graduate. So mostly because in the 1993 season, he won the Hobie Baker Award. Yep. And for those of you who don't know, that is basically the MVP award of the entire it's nation of college hockey. Yeah, basically. Um, and in that season, he had the best single season in NCAA hockey history with 100 points in yep. 39 games played. So I, I have a confession to make. I didn't put him as number one because I knew you were going to. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he's in my honorable mentions, of course, but uh, and that's more due to his career in the show. But I completely agree with everything you said. He, I mean, that season, those numbers are absolutely absurd. Yep. So like I mentioned at the start, um, I, I might have put a little more weight on his college career here than most would have. But that being said, he was drafted fourth overall by the Mighty Ducks in 93. And then he would put up 50 goals and 58 assists in his first full season, a.k.a. his sophomore season in the NHL. He ended up winning two Lady Bing trophies, and he played 989 career NHL games in which he scored 989 points. And it would have been a lot more if he had not suffered so many concussions. If Scott Stevens wouldn't have meleeed him in the middle of the ice, yeah, probably. That's absolute murder on ice, but yeah. So, point-per-game player throughout his entire career, I think he definitely belongs on the list. Definitely yep. belongs top five, maybe even three. So, he's the first on my honorable mentions. Who else do you have? Um, I have Oshi. Okay, great one. I think he definitely belongs on there. Um, Johnny Gaudreau. Nice. I think if this was done two years later, 100% would be in the top five on my list. Who else do you have? So my honorable mentions were Ryan Miller and Paul Correa. I also had Joe Neuendijk. Joe Neuendijk's a great one. So is Joe Pavelski. Yes, I thought about that too, honestly. And Ryan Kessler, but... Uh, Chris Kunitz. Can't forget to yep. mention my boy. Mm, no, no. One, two, three, four. I have, I have a nickname for him that I can't say on air, but... Okay, well, fair enough. Yeah. I respect yeah. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up for our top 10 NHLers that played in college. So I think it's about time to roll into our hat trick segment of the episode. So for this hat trick segment, we wanted to make it a little bit lighter, provide you guys with some entertainment, and we're going to come up with the funniest slash best hockey team names out there today so this can be anything from nhl teams to echl teams ahl q dub o you know whatever you can think of you know 
Um, so Harrison, why don't you get us started? Okay, so I didn't really go the funny route. I went with like, in my opinion, the cool slash interesting sure. meeting route. All right, we'll have so, a good mix. So my number one is going to be the Montreal Canadiens. Um, I think this is the most pretentious name, arguably in all of sports. They, For sure. I just think it's extremely ironic that the Quebec tries to secede from Canada, but then they name their um, team the Canadians. <laughs> yes, it doesn't. So that just for that reason alone, I think, wow, you guys are pretentious assholes. But also, I respect the shit you out know, of that. I get that Vancouver's team is a lot younger than Montreal, but the fact that, you, like, out of the seven teams in Canada, you have one called the Canucks which is a term for Canadian people and a team called the, like the Canadians is just yes. priceless. Yes. So I have to put the Canadians on the list. I think it's too funny to be true. Okay. Uh, gotta go with funny and cool here. Number one on my list is the ECHL's Orlando solar bears. Yeah. I it's mean, a <laughs> phenomenal logo too. It's a polar bear with sunglasses on with like a sun right behind his head. Like Florida, they don't do a lot of things. Well, one thing they did is, uh, just absolutely nail this team's name. They, they nailed it. Yes. Sorry. Had interruptions. <laughs> <laughs> do they not understand that I'm running a podcast here? Right. Who was that? This is, it doesn't matter. It's a nobody. I'm in the middle of recording. I'm a famous say, person. Your parents bring them on in. Come on. <laughs> no, absolutely not. They would be in a complete embarrassment <laughs> for this program. We're going to do that one day, by the way. We're going to do a mom's episode and a dad's episode. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, when we can get within six feet of each other. Um, exactly. So my number two is going to be the Baltimore Skipjacks. Great um, name. I think this is an awesome name. This was a... Yep, hold it up. Former AHL team, I believe. Um, it, it was. was. Yeah, for the Caps or the Pens? I can't remember. Can't remember. I, I, uh, I can't remember. Michelle Tarion played for the Skipjacks. He did. He actually, his best stat was two packs of six a game. Yeah. Um, that's an average of, what, like 24 six in a 24-hour span? So. Okay. Doesn't count to him to and from the arena. So, <laughs> um, so they kind of got this name basically because of the quote unquote maritime dense population in the Maryland area, specifically Baltimore, you know, with the Harbor and then the Annapolis part of Maryland. So I just think that it's kind of cool that they named them the skipjacks after the That's guess, a great... cultural findings. And like, the thing is like both of us obviously like living in and around the Baltimore area for the last four years. If you go downtown, you still see people wearing like skipjacks hats and t-shirts every now and then. Like it's not gone. Yeah. And it's a, it's a great name. So. Yeah. Uh, my next one is going to have to be, and this is solely based on the fact that I enjoy this beer is going to be the Halifax Mooseheads. <laughs> yeah it's pretty sick i do like and, that like you know i i do have one of these sweaters and i maintain that it is the best sweater in my collection but i mean great beer great team name great logo it, it's just perfect no i definitely think that some of the junior hockey teams have some of the coolest ones so i would completely agree with that for um, sure 
My number three, I'm going to have to go with the Portland Winterhawks. That's a good one. I just think the name Winterhawk is fucking awesome. Yeah. I know so, there's a lot of people out there who think they copied the Blackhawks logo. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you look closely, they, they didn't. But, you know, it's pretty much the same thing. It looks exactly the same as the Chicago Blackhawks logo, but I think... I don't know. I think Winterhawk sounds cooler than Blackhawk, in my opinion. And they've come up with some pretty sick like alternates for it. Oh, yeah. Some of the best unis in the entire CHL. So For sure. Yeah. That's my number three. Two. Three. Was it three? Canadian Skipjacks Winterhawks. You're right. I'm an idiot. Um, Math. Third. Hey, and I fuck up hiatus. You fuck up counting. It's okay. I, I fuck up counting. It's hard. Yeah. Now you got to <laughs> have a comeback next week like me. <laughs> the greatest comeback of all time. Um, we could my- get rid of coronavirus and my comeback from hiatus would still be in the Hall of Fame above that. That's I. I mean, I've sent that into like Sports Center top ten. I've sent that into like PSN top ten. You know, if they don't give us something for that, I'm gonna cry. All right, I'm gonna go off my list here. I've got to go with the Western Hockey League's Brandon Wheat Kings. Do you know the like history behind that? All I know is they've been around since like 1930 something or something atrocious like that. Like they've been around for forever. So I don't know how that like name came out, but they've had some like amazing uniforms to like highlight this. Like there was one that was all yellow and the middle was like a black slice of bread with a B in the middle. Hmm. Yeah. Which you know, it's just it's phenomenal. It's so stupid, but I love it. I've never it sounds like a cereal. So Yeah, it does. It's Eat very your- interesting. Yeah. Eat your wheat kings, yeah, basically. Um, uh, did you have then, any honorable mentions at all? I did. I had two. So one honorable mention I think is the Philadelphia now known as Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Yes. Uh, was Which a better playoff. Awesome. Yeah. It was cooler when they were the Philly Phantoms instead of yes. the Lehigh Valley. So that so kind of takes out the, the jazz of it. And then yeah. my other honorable mention is... Um, the North Dakota fighting Hawks used to be known as the North Dakota fighting Sioux, which was awesome for a second. It's still the Sioux. It kind of still is the Sioux. They changed their name. Be like when the, you know, the Redskins were under pressure for, you know, changing their name due to, you know, being more sensitive to people of native American descent and everything. And, uh, but I mean, the alumni, I mean, if you look at like OSHA's, you know, Instagram page, it still says Sue alum. If you look at anyone who graduated in the last two years, it still says Sue alum. Let's be real. It's, it's not- just one of the coolest names and coolest logos of all time. Great it- color scheme too. Got it <laughs> in my collection. <laughs> so Yeah, I know. I know you do. Yeah. Well, we have to do a rundown of your Jersey collection one day we for do. the viewers. I don't know if uh, everyone's phones could handle that much data at once, but we can try. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My honorable mentions, one, the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. That's hysteric. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Like, what the fuck league is that? Like, I I think it's in the ECHL, but like, I mean, come on. Hall of Fame name. Dude, if I knew that existed, they'd be number one. Right. (laughs) Uh, The 
out of the Western Hockey League, the Medicine Hat Tigers, just because there's a city in Canada called Medicine Hat. I mean, that's phenomenal. <laughs> uh, and then another one out of the ECHL would be the Florida Everblades. I saw that one. That's a great play. I love that. Yeah. They had another one, too, called like the Fayetteville Fire Ants, but they changed the name recently. And guess who owns the team? Who? Chuck Norris. Really? Like, how cool is that? Chuck Norris owns a hockey team? Yeah, and it's called, like, the Fayetteville Marksmen, and, like, the, the mascot is, like, a fox or something. What league is that? I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> we gotta look that up. That's, that is one fitting and two amazing. Yeah. The fact that he owns a hockey team, I mean, they should sell out every night. <laughs> yes, and then the other fact that they're called the, what, Marksmen, you said? Yeah. That's awesome. That's such right. a Chuck Norris move. Big time. So, yeah, respect. Um, uh, yeah, that's all that's I got. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you've stayed with us so far uh, this long, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. This one's been laggier than previous ones. I actually just got glitched out of the Skype call, so I'm re-saying this for a second time to prove our point. <laughs> um, so, you know, we apologize for any diff- technical difficulties or lagging in voice, but we appreciate you guys staying with us this far. We appreciate you guys listening. We can't wait to get back into the studio and do this stuff live again. It's really, I mean, it's just a miserable time to be alive, honestly. Yes, like it, it really is, and it's tough for us, but we really do appreciate you guys that continue to listen and give us feedback. Thank you to everyone that responds to all of our Instagram polls. The one the other day of um, should we start the playoffs or should we finish the regular season was hilarious because everyone whose team is in the playoffs said start them. <laughs> who's on the edge said finish the regular season. That was priceless. Um, and thank you to everyone that's bought merch during this hiatus of the NHL regular season. Um, we really appreciate it. And, uh, obviously any support is just a huge help for us. So thank you. Speaking of merch one, we have the hats now live. Um, you were rocking that last week. Got a couple compliments. Thank you to anyone who picked them up because the couple of them already sold. Plug it right there. Yes, sir. Um, and then secondly, I'm thinking we need to make a t-shirt that says hiatus on it. I, I think so too. And like the definition on the back. Yes. Oh, like yeah. the Webster dictionary. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's happening. Yeah. No, but go check those hats out. I mean, we Harrison and I ordered samples of them to test how they would come out at the very beginning. And they're like, they're good hats. Yeah. Like, I mean, no, they came out clean. Hats. Yeah. So thank you to everyone who's purchased. Uh, thank you all for the support. And hopefully we can get through these tough times together. And without further ado, class dismissed.
sit next to me. <laughs> 